This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. Hello, my friends. My name is Dara and this is Dear Hallmark. This is my space where we just talk shop about Hallmark Channel movies. And now we can talk shop about Hallmark Channel Christmas movies because we have officially entered into Countdown to Christmas season. How wild is this that we are in Countdown to Christmas 2023? I think it's pretty wild and crazy if you ask me. Well, with us being in the count, the new countdown to Christmas season, I would love it first if you subscribe, because if you subscribe to the podcast, you are able to keep up with my reviews of the movies, but it would also behoove you to also subscribe to the YouTube channel because any reviews that you don't find here or that you don't see here, you'll find on the YouTube channel. You'll at least find one podcast episode and one YouTube video per week regarding some countdown to Christmas or miracles of Christmas movie. So, you guys, this was the first weekend we had checking it twice with Kim McGarry and I'm sorry, Kim McGarry, Kevin McGarry and Kim Matula. <laughs> and then we had Where Are You Christmas, which is what we're going to talk about in this specific episode with Miss Lindsay Fonseca and Mr. Michael Rady. And then to round us out, we had Mr. Ryan Pavey and I forget the lady's name um, for Under the Christmas Sky. And so... If you have not seen Where Are You Christmas, here is the gist of it. Lindsay's character, and I'm we're just going to call her Lindsay for this point because I forget her name. Uh, she is coming home for Christmas. She's a hotshot branding campaign manager, specifically for Christmas in Chicago. And so she, you know, launches a new campaign and then she wants to go to the Maldives. She wants to go on a tropical vacation. But alas, her brother calls her and tells her that he plans to propose to his girlfriend. And so she's like, against my better judgment and much to my chagrin, I'm going to go home so that I can celebrate the engagement of my brother. She gets home and gets immediately put to work by her mom to get all of the things that are necessary for her and her family to celebrate Christmas the way that they know and love. But also while she's there, her dad kind of busts her chops a little bit about why she doesn't come home enough and how she hasn't been home enough. She hasn't been home for the holidays in about six years. It's much touch and go, but she really hasn't been there to really see the people, talk to the people, establish, you know, ongoing relationships when she leaves. And so she is in her, she's either in her car or no, I think she's on her bed. And she says, oh, I wish there never was Christmas or something to that effect. And then this magical Christmas app um, does the things And she gets her wish. However, what it looks like is that everything is in black and white. 
So from the viewer's perspective, we are now watching a black and white movie. And what I wasn't aware of was that this is much like a movie called Pleasantville, which came out in the early 2000s, I believe. Um, I had never heard of or have seen that movie prior to this. So I was just under the assumption that, oh, Hallmark is doing something mad creative. This is really dope. And not that it's still not creative because they put a Christmas spin on it and, you know, still put their Hallmark touch on it. But I thought that the idea in and of itself was innovative and new and creative. Um, So that's not to take away from the fact that they, you know, still put a Hallmark Christmas spin on it. But again, so, excuse me, um... Lindsay goes throughout the movie trying to and so people the whole movie isn't begins to be in black and white and people are just grinches they're they're grumpy they're nasty they're hostile because they don't remember Christmas and so Lindsay's mission throughout the rest of the movie is to get people to remember Christmas so that they can turn back into Technicolor and the first person who turns back into Technicolor immediately is Mr. Michael J. Rady and he is very much a recluse um he's closed off to the rest of the town he doesn't want the rest of the town to to know about him to 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 establish relationships with him and he's very much to himself a loner doesn't want to be bothered with anyone however as he goes on this journey with Lindsay in reminding people of the spirit and joy of Christmas he becomes more open to the town and to the people in that town and that's kind of how we see his character arc change Lindsay's character arc on a, on another note is um it leaves much to be questioned and I think so here here is where my experience with the movie comes in so this is the movie I was most looking forward to this weekend because I love me some Michael J. Rady um if that isn't clear and I think a, he isn't talked about enough in the Hallmark fandom. B, he needs to be in more movies. And C, it was very nice to see him in a Christmas context. And so I was very much looking forward to this movie and for those reasons. But also I was looking forward to this movie because of the storyline. I'm thinking, oh, well, this is... I was very intrigued with how the story was going to play out. And ultimately, that's what kept me watching. However, there were some points in the movie where, and I don't know if I'm getting too much in my head, but there, something fell off to me in watching it. Like I, I was more intrigued by the story in the sense of how was she, what was the reason for why she wasn't turning back into Technicolor? I didn't care about anybody else. Maybe I cared about her dad. I don't know. But I didn't care about anybody else but Lindsay's character. So I made that disconnected me a little bit from the movie. Again, it was still enjoyable because I enjoyed watching Lindsay on my screen. I enjoyed watching Michael J. Rady on my screen. And it was a Christmas movie. So I enjoyed it for that regard. But from a story perspective, I think the I was pulled in and like my entry kept me watching but my attention was pulled in and out 
in different moments. The young black woman who played Dana reminds me so much of Nadine Ellis, who was our leading lady in last year's Mahogany Christmas movie, A Holiday Stocking. She played the older sister of the two sisters, the one who was like the CEO businesswoman who could wear a heel and a skirt anywhere. My gosh. Um, But I... Yeah, that was the one thing that kept me kind of like, hmm. And so with that, I have to give this Christmas movie three crowns. So there, there like it was it was okay, but it, it, it left much more to be desired. And I think I'd rather prefer um yeah, no, I just, I just, I, 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 I want another Michael Rady movie. <laughs> I, I want him to have another movie. I, I, I want him to have another movie. I'll just leave it at that. Um, and so Lindsay, I, I enjoyed watching her on my screen. I, I loved her performance. Um, but yeah, yeah, this one was just, this one was just okay for me. Um, it didn't blow me away. And if you haven't already, be sure to check out YouTube because I've already uploaded my review of Checking It Twice up on there. And I will say that I watched Checking It Twice on replay and then watched this one live. And I enjoyed checking it twice more than I did this one. And this is where, honestly, you're splitting. I feel like sometimes I split hairs because my reasoning for watching Christmas movies fluctuates all the time. Like, if you can do a very emotionally emotionally charged, heartwarming, heartfelt, in-depth movie that was good quality I can give it five stars but at the same time you can do something that's just absolutely ridiculous but funny so like okay I'll give you an instance so haul out the holly and the Christmas bow Haul out two very different energies, right? Speaking of Michael Rady, two very different energies. But in my opinion, I think they accurately capture how in one breath, one could go like haul out the holly for me. Haul out the holly and inventing the Christmas prince are two of the main reasons why I watch Christmas movies to begin with. Inventing the Christmas Prince, you have the whimsical, imaginative nature of it all. And it just it just housed the spirit of Christmas, in my opinion. Haul Out the Holly was just a barrel of laughs. It was just a feel-good, ridiculous movie full of shenanigans. And I loved it. Like, I watch Christmas movies to retreat, to feel good, and to laugh. So for me, sometimes to have getting back to where are you Christmas to have storylines, for instance, like Lindsay and her dad, which was very contentious and filled with strife. Sometimes that sometimes and most of the time it doesn't sit well with me or resonate with me 
the way that it may resonate with other people. So this is just me kind of giving you guys a behind the curtain or just kind of an inside look into my mind and my Hallmark heart on how I take in Hallmark movies and Hallmark Christmas movies specifically since tis the season, right? Um, And so that's, that's kind of just to kind of lay the groundwork as we go through this season. I tend to lean more towards the comedic, lighthearted Christmas movies as opposed to ones that are very emotionally charged. So Where Are You Christmas has kind of that undercurrent of contention because of Lindsay's character and her dad and that con- that tension and contentious relationship is drawn out almost until like the last 10 minutes of the movie to the point where the dad is just like he blows a gasket like homie blows up and I was I didn't feel good I didn't feel good watching it but again from a storytelling perspective I can see the 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 quality of it but from a feel-good perspective, it just wasn't there for me. And so that's why I had to give it a three. Because at the end of the day, I want to feel good after watching a Hallmark Christmas movie. I remember on Saturday, right before... Saturday was my lazy day because it has been an incredibly busy few weeks from my birthday from mahogany moment to my birthday from work like other things in between it has been an incredibly busy week and so I just took that Saturday this past Saturday to just do nothing and catch up on all of the Hallmark movies and so I watched Field Day I watched in this order I watched Field Day checking it twice I rewatched and snuck in a rewatch of A Pinch of Portugal. And you guys, it reminded me, it just gave me that, mm, like that, let's just wrap a blanket around you. Let me hold you, snuggle up on the sofa. Like that's the type of feeling I want to get when I watch a Hallmark movie. You know what I'm saying? So like, for instance, Hearts in the Game. It is a dope movie with Marco Grazzini and Aaron Cahill. And it is it is a quality movie. But is it feel good? I don't know what to call it. Like for me, I don't know how often I'm going to watch it. But I can't deny that it is an incredibly, it's an exceptional movie. So I hope that makes sense in terms of kind of where my thought process is in rating these movies, reviewing these movies, recapping these movies with you guys and giving you my experience with these movies. Um, Because Christmas time is here, my friends. And so for those of you who are new to Dear Hallmark and who haven't been here for a Christmas season at Dear Hallmark, I kind of wanted to give you a little bit of my thought process into what goes, you know, kind of what my expectations are and why I watch Hallmark Christmas movies to begin with. It's, It's for retreat. It's so that I can feel good. So, uh, again, I wanted to present Haul Out the Holly and Inventing the Christmas Prince as an example. Because actually, those were my top two. Haul Out the Holly, Inventing the Christmas Prince, and Ghosts of Christmas Always, I feel like, accurately capture 
what I love in Hallmark movies. Ghosts of Christmas Always, top tier, top quality. Inventing the Christmas Prince, whimsical Christmas childlike nature. Haul Out the Holly, comedic shenanigans. those are the types of movies that that I like and that I gravitate towards and will always sift to the top of the pack like they'll they'll go to the top of the pack if if ever they are presented um so that is all that I have to say with where are you Chris's let me know where your heart belongs with that movie you can do so by leaving me a voice message there is a link in the show notes that will take you to a page where you were able to leave 60 seconds worth of your thoughts and I can play it here on the podcast if you so desire just let me know if you would not like your voice message put on here but more likely than not, I'll put your voice message on here and then we can dialogue and we can, you know, you can just share your thoughts with us, with your friends, your family here at Dear Hallmark. So you guys, we have some, um, actually, let me see what the movies that we have coming up this weekend are. I'm looking here at my Hallmark checklist app. And so... We are looking at our first Miracles of Christmas movie, Miss Christmas Comes to Town, starring Barbara Niven, Erica Durance, and Brennan Elliott. And I have not been excited about a Hallmark Movies and Mystery Christmas movie in a while. And I'm very excited to see Mama Chesapeake front and center. And so that's on Thursday at 8 p.m. And then on Friday, we have Christmas by Design which stars Rebecca Dalton and Jonathan Kelts. Now Rebecca Dalton was in the Dog Date what is it Dog Dog's Guide to Dating the the one that that premiered on, on New Year's Day. Um and then Jonathan Kelts, we had him in Falling for Look Lodge, Once Upon a Prince and um Fit for a Prince. And so a little bit about the synopsis. A fashion designer gets accepted into a Christmas challenge to create a new holiday-themed collection and not only finds the inspiration for her next line, but decides to redesign her approach to what's most important in life. And that's on Friday. Saturday, we have Mystic Christmas starring Jesse Schramm, who we have not seen in a long time. Patty Murin, who we just saw in In Merry Measure last year. And then my homeboy, my home skillet from another griddle, Mr. Chandler Massey. So simply put, Mystic Christmas is about a woman who travels to Mystic, Connecticut during the holidays and reconnects with the owner of the pizza shop. And that's Saturday. And then Sunday, we have Joy Noel. This stars J.C. Elliott, who we saw in last year's My Southern Family Christmas in romance and style. And then Mr. Brant Doherty um, from X. He's been in a bunch. Hashtag Xmas. And he was also, I feel like he also did something else lately. And I forget. But we'll get back to it. Okay, Joy Noel is about this. (laughs) When a romantic painting of a Christmas market captures the imagination of copy editor Leah, she is sent to France with pragmatic reporter Mark to uncover the mystery behind the artist. So already we have the whimsy of the woman and the pragmatic 
realistic nature of the man. And I feel like the the Grinch's heart is going to grow three sizes that day. That's what I feel like is going to happen. And so those are your movies that are coming up this weekend. I look forward to talking with you about those via YouTube and this podcast forum. And again, be sure to leave a voice message, subscribe to both the podcast and the YouTube if you haven't already. And be sure to follow on Instagram because I have some very, 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 very good treats coming up that you want to make sure you are following for. You don't want to miss out. You don't want to miss out. You don't want to miss out. So in the meantime, between time, my friends, you want to make sure you watch a Hallmark Christmas movie that you love. And I'll talk to you later. Ciao, my friends.